When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This podcast may contain coarse language. Listener's discretion is advised. Also, this podcast will obviously contain spoilers from Demon Slayer. Please beware, listen at your own risk. Welcome to the Demon Slayer Podcast. I am your host, VLORGTZ, and with me today, I have Laser Kid. I'm off the train, but I'm not off the tears. I don't think we can ever escape the tears. They're too powerful. No, no. E- even this this time through, I, I totally cried again. Even after like five times, the train is still too powerful. Reading the manga, cried. Watching the movie once, cried. Twice, cried. Three times, cried. And now the TV episodes have cried again. Yeah, so uh, today we're talking about... Demon Slayer Mugen Train Arc Episode 7, the final episode of the Mugen Train recut, recap, broadcast version that is kind of not necessary, but we're watching it anyway. Totally not stalling to uh, animate the Entertainment District Arc. We don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I feel like part of it's one, you get the networks involved in the Mugen Train hype, which... Let's face it, there's probably a lot of people that are watching Mugen Train on TV. Probably is. There probably are. And and ultimately, if Entertainment District Arc is as awesome as I suspect it will be, then we'll be fine. Because legitimately, Entertainment District Arc is amazing. I'm, I'm very much looking forward to actually talking about some new content. Yeah, same here. Especially since the Entertainment District Arc is so hype. Oh my god, it's so good. I'm so excited. Plus, we're going to get to throw that one at uh, at J-Mac, because J-Mac has no idea. Oh, yeah. He never watched it. We, he stopped reading that manga after Demon Train. I think he was mainly just doing that because we we're like, oh, well, we're here on the podcast. So, yeah. And then, of course, saw the movie. So we're going to get to drag J-Mac through the, that emotional roller coaster. Oh, man, that's, that's going to be fun. Before we get to that in a few weeks, though, we still have to talk about this episode, which, uh, yeah, Rengoku dies. And everyone's sad. Nothing new happens even off the train. Everything bad happens off the train, but nothing new really happens. No, no, nothing new. Just, just sad. Yeah, like I was kind of expecting something new for maybe the after credits or something, but no, it's the same credits as the, uh... I was was getting excited because it's like, okay, we're almost in, we're almost out of content and I've got half the episode. Oh, we're, 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 I forgot how much time this aftermath takes. And then we still had like a good chunk of time. Like, all right, we're going to do something. No, they, they did the movies credits, which took a lot of time. And I'm just like, oh, okay. I want to hand Homer is a very good song, but also like, it's literally the same credits. It is, yeah, I, I was going to ask because I wasn't sure if they changed it at all for the TV cut, but it looked like it was exactly the same to me. Yeah, I mean, unless I missed something because I did watch it while doing other things, but it, I didn't notice anything different. It seemed identical. I would agree. So, yeah, it, it was 
the last portion of Mugen Train. Who would have guessed? Last train to London. I, I guess. Me and, the, me and the five Electric Light Orchestra fans listening to this podcast. Please, I'm going to be honest, I have no idea what that is. I know you. I know you don't. It makes me sad. It, it, it's music, Freelord. It's, it's music. Old music? Yes. God. Classic rock, Freelord. It's classic rock. Hmm, I guess I'll have to look this up later, because, yeah, I, I legitimately don't know what that is. Oh, well, I will help you with that later, because it's is legitimately my favorite band of all time. <laughs> now I feel young. <laughs> I feel old. I mean, you know what won't make us feel old, though? Hmm. Talking about manga sales from this year. Oh, manga sales, you say? Yeah, because uh, Demon Slayer sold well. Who would have guessed? I'm shocked. Shocked, I say. Yeah, did 29,511,021 copies between November of 2020 and November of 2021, making it the second highest selling manga of 2021. Guess what's number one? Uh, One Piece? No, actually, it's Jujutsu Kaisen. You know, Jujutsu Kaisen earned that. Um, I I very much enjoyed reading Jujutsu Kaisen. I need to catch up. I'm way, way too behind. But Jujutsu Kaisen is legit. Funnily enough, One Piece isn't even in the top five. I'm shocked to hear that. Yeah, it's JJK, Demon Slayer, Tokyo Revengers, Attack on Titan, and then MHA. Wow. Tokyo Revengers, that's one I need to get starting to look at at some point. I hear good things. Yeah, Tokyo Revengers is uh, really good. Well, all right then. Yeah, I think uh, some folks over in the Jump community did calculations for the rest of the top ten. It's basically like one piece of number six, then Chainsaw Man, then Spy Family, then Kingdom, then Haikyuu at number ten. Wow. One piece. What happened? Guess Luffy is no longer the king. He is going to be king of the pirates, but no longer king of the bookstore. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, one piece will be probably around a lot longer than... JJK. And the fact that Demon Slayer is still this high is, like, surprising considering there's only, like, one new volume in this time frame. Yeah. It, it, it's a finished manga, so... Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, the one volume that did come out was, like, I think, the highest-selling volume of 2021. So, like, it makes sense. It does, it does. And, I mean, you ain't gonna get me to complain about that because, I mean, it's still freaking demon slayer and i still love demon slayer but wow yeah like so i'm looking at this right now the final volume of demon slayer volume 23 sold 5.1 million just by itself and it made like 20 wow. 29 and a half million in 2021 so it's like a sixth of that sales it's just from that final volume wow yeah and demon slayer also did well in light novels too like it's the highest selling light novel series of 2021 which is weird to think about, because, like, the light novels are all, like, spin-off novels. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it beat out Slime, it beat out The Apothecary Diaries, it beat out ReZero, Detective is already dead. It's thriving up there. It is thriving up there. That's pretty nuts. So, yeah, I mean, Demon Slayer is over in manga form, but... It's still alive and kicking, and we'll probably see even more sales in this year. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people after Entertainment District that are like, I need more! I can't wait any longer! 
I mean, I understand that because Entertainment District Arc is going to just be amazing. And then after that, we have my favorite arc. The Swordsmith Village? I love the Swordsmith Village. That is absolutely my favorite arc. Huh. See, I don't think I knew this before. That's interesting. I don't think I've ever told you what my favorite arc was before, but that was the arc that I was reading just before the uh, gap got filled in. And man, is it such a good arc. I mean, I love Entertainment District Arc. I love Mugen Train Arc, but Swordsmith Village. Oh, that's my jam. That was some really good storytelling. I mean, it's always good storytelling, but I, I it, it hit some chords with me personally that the other arcs didn't. And then the final arc, of course, is just amazing. But it's uh. I think I've mentioned before I have some minor and I, I have to stress minor because it's still really good, but I do have some minor issues with with how it was done. Yeah, that arc has like its ups and downs. Like I love it overall, but I feel there are definitely areas where it probably could have improved the focus. Yeah, no, I mean there is no such thing as a bad arc in, in Demon Slayer. It's always good. Yeah. No, I think about it, I, I don't dislike any arc of Demon Slayer. So yeah, that 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 is very true. I, I enjoy them all quite a bit. It's just a matter of which ones I like more than others. And I mean, they're all give the answer is yes. Give me all of them. Yeah. I mean, just consume all the Demon Slayer arcs, all the Demon Slayer arcs. Just give them give, give them here. Yeah. I mean, I guess thinking about arcs, then Mugen Train Mugen Train. It's an arc that is finished again. How, how did watching Mugen Train again make you feel laser. Frustrated that I'd already seen it a million times. If I'm being completely and totally honest, it's incredibly optional if you haven't, if you've already seen it. If you haven't already seen it, then yeah, it's... I, I feel bad because we take the song and dance every week, and legitimately, Mr. Listener, or Mrs. Listener, or Ms. Listener, I don't know who's listening, um, but uh, whoever it be that is listening... If this was your first time through, don't take anything we're saying like this to heart because it is an amazing arc. And we've all said as much. The problem is this is our like third or fourth time through. It's third format through for, 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 for us. So it's just like, yeah, it's Mugen Train. But that's the fact that I can still watch it and I can still cry my eyes out for Rengoku says so much about how good Mugen Train is. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Like... I feel this time the death didn't hit me that much emotionally because, like, I'd seen the scene so many times to this point. Yeah, so many times in, in a relatively short period of time. Like, we did that manga episode as the season ended, like, on Toonami. What was that, like, late 2019? Something like that, yeah. So it's been, like, two years and we just constantly, we, 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 we talked about the manga. Then we talked about, you know, the, the movie last year. And, yeah, it's it's been... It's been a lot in a relatively short period of time with the same story. So it's still sad. I still cried. My first time through, I bawled. My first time through reading that manga, seeing that death, I bawled so hard. I was just so sad. And it's it's always it's always going to hit me. But I it is it is hitting diminishing returns. Now, if I come back to it in like, say, three years with nothing in between to make me come back, I'll probably ball again. But it's it, it, I've kind of gotten a there is some numbness from from repetitive viewing for sure. Uh, but it's still strong enough to hit on some level because it's still really, really sad. Yeah, like the emotional core of it's still there. So, like, even if it's not hitting me emotionally 
now. Like, I can still, like, see it, like, being well handled in the show. And, like, the TV cut, like, I don't think it loses any of the qualities from the movie, but, like, when you rewatch this way, you kind of just are reminded how unnecessary it is to split it up like this, unless, like, you absolutely need to watch it in, like, 20-minute chunks. I have to agree with that. Which, I mean, realistically, we've said this before, if you're able to, just go watch the movie, because, like... Just go watch the movie. It's a much better experience, for sure. Yeah, I mean, because even if they've cut it up and, like, made some adjustments for it to work as a TV show, it still was originally a movie. So that kind of just ends up being the best way to experience that. I definitely agree. Like, there's there's a lot there, and I feel like they did a good job cutting it up the way they did. It's not like it's poorly done, but it feels better as one contiguous story. I really feel like the movie is the way to see the story. Yeah, especially since, like, I feel a lot of the stopping points, like, after the first few episodes, you can really tell that, like, they're just trying to find the easiest place to cut off rather than it feeling like a natural stopping point for the story and it's like if i was not already aware of what's gonna happen i'd feel very frustrated by how it's structured like that Uh, i have to agree it would be really weird and just be like why is stopping there yeah i mean it's not not like the gundam tv cuts where like oh gosh yeah like i guess specifically unicorns origins is origins is pretty competent but Unicorns is just... Ugh. Unicorn would be the one I actually watched because you know me and Char. Yeah, yeah, you, you probably would not be able to survive the origin. I, I, I my, my dislike of that character is just so hard, I'm just like, I'm not going to even The Char to non-Char ratio is too high. Yes. But yeah, I mean, like, so it's not the worst recut ever, but it's also not the ideal way to experience the story. But I feel like, if, say, I, like, I you're going to be a Tsunami viewer in, like, a few months... And let's assume that they do dub Moog and Trainark, which they probably will. I, why wouldn't they? Like, honestly, that's the Toonami viewer who somehow didn't want to go see the movie and didn't bother to get a Funimation subscription or doesn't already have one and just has no, for some reason, no access to that movie. You know, it's coming out on Blu-ray soon, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it, there, there's a lot of ifs there, but that's somebody. Like, that. that is going to legitimately be someone. If you have, if you just can't see this movie for some reason, when and you're watching this on Toonami in a couple, yeah, no, it's it's still a really good yeah, story. Yeah, I mean, there are, I know there are Toonami fans that have like legitimately not seen Mugen Train, which oh, understandable, yeah. I guess. Like, you kind of want to wait to watch it on the block that you love and try to experience most of your anime on. Which I mean, fair enough. So I guess like for for that audience, that makes sense to like for them to watch the TV cut because like they're gonna realistically make sense to like do that week to week absolutely although legitimately if that's you and that's what you're gonna do that's legit but legitimately consider watching the movie i'm i'm dead serious the movie is just so much more fun to watch plus it's a movie you get a whole experience out of that you can get your friends around and watch a movie and there's it's on funimation you can get the uh blu-ray i just looked it up it'll be out next month Right after Christmas. So if you got that Christmas, actually right before uh, December 21st. So uh, get that Christmas money. Get yourself on that train because nothing bad happens on trains. I promise. Yeah, it all happens off the train because that's yeah, when Goku totally. dies. 
Of course, if you're listening to us talk about this and you haven't seen it already, that's your prob the audience I'm talking to probably isn't listening to this episode. Hopefully not, otherwise they'd feel bad because we just spoiled everything. I would feel very bad. We just spoiled everything. How many times have we spoiled this arc at this point if you've gotten to this point? Hey, hey, laser, laser. Yeah. yeah. Did you know Rengoku's dead? What? No way! Rengoku died? How did that happen? I was it was a flesh wound. He he uh Ran into this guy named Akaza. They played rock, paper, scissors. No big deal. But uh, he'll be dead now. Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. I do have some. uh, I just noticed something that I feel like I should probably bring up. It's looking like this is a complete side tangent. So apologies for you, Lord. But it's looking like the uh, Hinokami Chronicles are on sale. Pretty much format regardless. Ooh, for how much? Uh, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5 are $35 on Amazon. Uh, Xbox Series X is $39.99, uh, and I already, on Steam, it is currently for going for $45. So there is a Steam tax involved, but... That's not bad, though. I might actually no, pick it up. No, no. For a, for a $60 game that came out not that long ago, really good prices. So, uh... For those of you that are listening, going, what are they going to talk about? Because we've all talked about Demon Train. We've all seen Demon Train. The, you know, the people who are actually probably actually listening to this episode. There's your news that you like. Get get yourself Demon Slayer, uh, Hinokami Chronicles on sale somewhere, somehow. Do it for Tanjiro. Do it for Tanjiro. Do it for Rengoku. Rengoku wanted you to spend your money. Rengoku wants you to be in the Demon Slayer Corps. Rengoku approves. Yes. But yeah, I mean... Honestly, I'm really glad that we're going to be able to talk about Entertainment District moving forward until they eventually dub these episodes and we have to talk about it again. Well, it won't be so bad. It won't be so bad the second time through. The problem is this is like our third time through. <laughs> Plus, with the dub, it'll be like, well, how did they dub this stuff? You know, there's 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 value there. You can get something. I out do of wonder that. if they're going to like re-record everything or just like overlay the old dub. Even though I don't think that would work because there are new scenes. There are new scenes that would make it very difficult for them to do that. On the other hand, though, like, do you really need to re-record the exact same performances for 90% of it? Yeah, who knows? Like, I think when the uh, Madoka compilation movies got dubbed, they did re-record everything. Then that's probably what they'll do because that is the same man. That is the same dubbing studio. So, yeah. So. Anybody at Bang Zoom that actually listens to this podcast, do you want to tell us? Give us the secrets. <laughs> Give us the secrets. We must know. I would be legitimately shocked if someone at Bang Zoom was listening to us, but you never know. I mean, weirder, weirder uh, things have happened. It's true. It's true. Yeah, Laser, do you have any other straight thoughts about Mugen Train or Demon Slayer that you want to get out? Anything you want to confess? Not. I, I confess that I am still a Zenitsu simp. God, for shame. I know, I know. He's still my favorite character, mainly because I love the kinds of characters that are that terrified that somehow overcome that. That's that's really my thing for that character. I, I think I've mentioned that before somewhere in this podcast, but who knows? I never mentioned my favorite arc before, so maybe this is also How new. How dare you have a good reason for liking a character? I know, God, I'm terrible. Uh, but yeah, no, I one of the things I really enjoyed about Mugen Train overall is that all of the characters get something out of it. Um, I mean, Rengoku is the star of the show, no question there. Tanjiro grows as a person. He sees what how serious, like, he knows how serious shit is, but 
seeing someone as strong as Rengoku hit, get get it and yet still manage to make a victory out of it. He I think he grows from that. Um, even someone like Inosuke, who's just like, oh, I'm awesome. Ah, no, nobody cry. He's crying. Clearly emotionally affected. And I honestly don't think Inosuke is quite the same after this arc. He's he's a different person almost. Yeah, I feel like all the characters kind of get a new sense of direction after this arc. Like, I think the fact that yeah. like you kind of had initially Tanjiro being set up to be a disciple for Rengoku, and then that all kind of falls apart with Akaza. It gives Tanjiro a new set of goals besides just saving this go. One filling the uh, void that Rengoku left and living up to his expectations. And then also like finding Akaza again, seeking him out and like getting revenge. This is going to be an interesting take. I guess I found something new to talk about, but this is kind of where Tanjiro effectively becomes part of the Demon Slayer Corps and not just in the Demon Slayer Corps to go get take out uh, Muzan to save his sister. This is where he's like, I'm part of this organization now. Yeah, yeah. Like even up through even up through the 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 Demon Mountain arc, like the the the, the uh, Demon Slayer Corps is like, oh, your sister's a demon. We must kill it. <laughs> it's, it's, so there there's some tension there, you know. He's he's trying to hide things. At this point, I feel like you know it's it's he's fully joined that group. That there's a sense of duty there. That not that he lacked in a sense of duty per se, but a sense of camaraderie he may not have already had. Yeah, I feel like part of it being that like Rengoku accepts Nezuko as like part of the That's core. That's a big one. And then also the fact that he no longer has to hide the fact that like Nezuko is a demon from other demon slayers. Totally agree. So hey, we have something new to say hooray progress hooray <laughs> progress and now i don't have to talk about demon train again until they make demon train Re- resurrection f <laughs> the train comes back but now can turn gold the train comes back. and now we have re- returned and mu has come back as a train from hell and then tondra has to learn demon slayer blue or whatever uh, Hinokami Kagura Blue. That's <laughs> I mean, it. Blue flames uh, would look pretty cool on Tanjiro. Blue flames would actually look really cool in that. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I mean, if that's all we have to say, might as well jump out of here and rest until the Entertainment District Dark makes us busy. It is soon time for the greatest Hashira. The, 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 the most fabulous of Hashira. Soon. I don't think we're ready. No, no one is ever ready for Uz. No one. He's too beautiful. But he's too beautiful, but you're gonna, you're gonna love it. Yeah. If you don't like Uzui, what's wrong with you? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess, they, I guess there's gotta be somebody. Yeah. But I don't want to know those people. <laughs> but until we find those people, Laser, where can everyone find you on the internet? Uh, well, first of all, running from the demon train, uh, but also on uh, Twitter at uh, LaserKidPrime. Uh, you can find my Toonami Focus editorials over on Toonami Faithful. You can also find me pretty commonly on the Toonami Faithful podcast. And whenever we get around to it, the Dumb Weeps podcast. As for myself, you can find me on Twitter at VLORGTZ. And I do various reviews and editorials for ToonamiFaithful.com as well as All-Comic.com. And then I do a bunch of podcasts besides this one. The Dumbweaves podcast at Dumbweaves Pod, like Laser mentioned. 
Saturday Night Shoggy at Sat Night Shoggy, and Over Solo Shaman King Podcast at Shaman King Pod. I'm also occasionally on the Tanami Faithful Podcast at Tanami Podcast, so you can check out that as well. We talk about Tsunami together? What's that? Yeah, well, what, what's Tsunami? I, I don't know what Tsunami is. Me neither. But as far as the Demon Slayer Podcast is concerned, you can find that on Twitter at Podcast. On Facebook at facebook.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast, and on the Tanami Faithful website itself at tanamifaithful.com slash Demon Slayer Podcast. And the podcast is on basically everything at this point Spotify, Anchor, Podbay, Apple Podcasts, you name it, we're there. So go look us up, subscribe, rate and review us, and just enjoy our episodes. But that does it for this episode, so we will see you guys later. Nothing new happened on this train. <laughs> <laughs>